Hi, Josh. <laughs> Josh, you wearing what it do, boo? True. I dig your weirdness. I want some more of it. I want to see more of it. I want to feel more of it. Oh my god. Welcome to the Josh Waring podcast. We appreciate you listening. Merci. What up, KG? Wait, is your is your mic on? Oh, can you speak a little bit louder? A little bit louder. I hear you Try going. Where you going? Oh, there we go. KG, what up, my bro? What's going on, bro? How are you? Great day, great day. I mean, uh, very inspired to be here. So thank you for being here to talk about these amazing topics with your wisdom. We got some good ones today, man. We got some good ones today. I took a page out of your book from uh, last week, man. Got me some tea. Oh, really? What kind? I got nettles tea. Um, it's actually um supposed to be uh, a um supposed to help with allergies, so you don't have to take allergy meds. Really? But I'm a G, so I put Hennessy in it. <laughs> See, I love doing that. I really love putting, you know, dark liquor into tea. It's it's a very soothing sensation. I really wrestled with whether I should go bourbon or cognac in my tea. Like that was an actual decision. And I'm looking at the bottles. I went with the Hennessy because it was the it was to finish the bottle. I would have killed it. So I said, I'll go ahead and kill it in the tea. You don't really want to mess up a good bourbon. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And we actually have Miss Ariella here. Good evening, yo, Grace. Hello. Late as usual. <laughs> uh, me me being the one that's always late, got to talk some smack, right? <laughs> Seems like, seem like the right thing to do. Peace, peace. What's going on? You, uh, you're not having technical difficulties today. Um, no, I'm you know exactly who I'm talking to. I'm baby face today. I'm baby face. Wow. Okay, that's, that's good. Tired. You you Teddy Riley with your late. <laughs> I would just My sound explain. is good though. Yes, it's really good. I was explaining to the creative maestro that I I, I uh my nightcap is uh some nettles tea. Having a nice tea with uh a little bit of Hennessy in there, just a, just a little bit, a little bit more than a little bit. So you get a little bit, and then you do more than a little bit, so you have just the right amount. You know what I'm Got about? it. Are we gonna have you for the rest this whole conversation? You gonna be all right with that? <laughs> I mean, if it's your nightcap, right? You use it to go to sleep. So just making sure. I've been working on that. How how is that, right? I work on when like when people say ridiculous stuff to me, then I just I just freeze. Got so it. then that way, like 
So then when it escalates, it wasn't because of me. I've been practicing that. Was that good or should I? That was, that was good. That was good. That was spectacular. And I would actually have to say, just forewarning for everyone watching, Kevin and I are Aquarians and Miss Ariella is a Leo. So just, yeah. just food for thought as we proceed. So you might hear some things that might make you feel a certain way, but it's coming from an immense amount of respect after all. We have a father here, KG, who spent his time to be with us sharing wisdom. So we actually mean what we say. I love what you say that, KG. You'd be like, I meant what I said, right? I usually mean what I say. I mean, like, by usually, I mean all the time. Like, it's seldom that I've, like, maybe I shouldn't have said it that way, but I meant that. I meant that. Right. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to start with the rules of a gentleman rule number one be early a woman should never wait on a man number two try not to show up empty-handed every time <laughs> even even if it's her favorite candy or a single flower. <laughs> Numeral trays. <laughs> Make her smile like her problems don't exist. Be her island. You and the dramatics, I can't. <laughs> well, to be fair, you had something to say, Miss Ariella, and I was reminded, shout out to Chloe for her wonderful conductive criticism and i think it's uh we need some more female opinion fair enough so miss ariel would you please do us the honor and be a lady and go first please and share your thoughts that we know you want to share so <laughs> one and two i would say um i don't disagree with i mean not one and two one and three i don't disagree with number two I personally don't expect to receive something um, from a man every time we go out on a date. I'm not like, you should, you showed up empty handed. Like, oh, now we can't go out. I think that's kind of ridiculous, but that's just me. If you happen to show up with something, I would think that that's very thoughtful. But again, that's not going to be the expectation every time. Um, and so number one, yes, be early. I think it is very rude to have someone waiting for you if you make plans let's say it's dinner plans. Hey, we're going to meet up at the restaurant at eight o'clock. Don't have me there waiting until nine o'clock for you. I think that's very rude. Um, I am a firm believer in um, chivalry, right? So I appreciate it when a man can open my door and walk with me to the table, things of that nature. Um, so if we're going to meet there, um, we could meet in the parking lot and then we can walk into the establishment together. Um, and then number three, make her smile like her problems don't exist. I mean, I would say that this is not going to be an everyday, all the time thing. But if you can be her peace, just like a man wants a woman to be his peace and make her smile, make her laugh um, and forget about, let's say, a stressful day or something like that. Um, that's very nice as well. Um, but again, I think this list came from a gentleman. I don't think it's from a woman's perspective. And for the best gentleman in the world kg what are your thoughts okay so boom um 
first, I want to point out something that pretty much jumped out. You said <clears throat> when you go on a date, you should never have to wait for someone. Mm-hmm. That's so that I'm clear that's exclusive to just men, right? No, nope, not exclusive to just men. Uh, I think both parties should be respectful of each person's time. Yeah, write that down. They should be, yes. I mean, things happen, right? A person can be late, but they should make sure that they communicate with that person they're going on a date with. Hey, I'm running five minutes late. Not a problem. But don't have someone waiting 30 minutes to an hour. I just That was my only response to what you said. Um, So I'm going to walk through it from my perspective, right? Then we can um, we can do what you want with it. Um, be early. A woman should never wait on a man. Um, I agree with the be early. Um, I think that... Uh, just signs of a leader. You know, you're always prepared, you're always ready. Um, when you're early, it just shows that you've given forethought. I know that typically I do. And if ever I'm late, I'm usually late on purpose. Um, it's for balance, right? So the, uh, you'll hear me mention balance a lot, um, especially in regard to being a gentleman, because you did mention chivalry, right, Ariella? Mm-hmm. Chivalry is super important. Right, it's a necessity. I think that it is essential. Um, but you have to have balance within that chivalry. I personally walk on the right side of the street. I always hold the door. I compliment. Um, I make eye contact. Not that that's like a gentleman thing to do. It's just a man thing to do. But I don't open the car door. Why? It's balance. You know what I mean? Like because what happens is, um, if like it's mentioned in number two. Try not to show up empty-handed every time. But if you show up with something every time, you're setting expectation. You should set expectation that you are a gentleman. You should expectation set show expectation that you are respectful. But you show expectation that you're not a pushover, right? I think that um, that may not be a popular perspective, but you cannot be a pushover. Yes, be chivalrous. Yes, be a gentleman. Yes, be respectful. But give her a hard time sometimes. She'll respect it. Always early, be patient, don't rush her. And then sometimes just run late. Just sit in the car and watch a rerun of the game or talk to your mans on the phone or something. Be late sometimes. You gotta mix it up. Another thing, oh, I'm you're guessing, right? You have to. Sometimes if and this is probably really not a popular perspective, I will initiate a small disagreement, right? If things are going really smooth, everything's mix it up a little bit. Pick a little fight. Why? Just to de-escalate the situation, take control of the situation, and guide her towards peace. I mean, it really like the the up and down in a controlled environment, when you really have control over the situation, um, I'm really sharing a lot of game. I hope somebody's writing this down. When you really have control <laughs> of the situation, I mean, it really does uh it really does do something uh it, it does uh it, it's a flex first of all right but very very subtly don't say you're doing it on purpose because it shoots the whole thing but um it shows that you are in control it shows that you can regulate your emotions you can use your words um and that you don't like anytime a woman like tests you with a feminine energy whether consciously or unconsciously you don't let it ruffle your feathers you got to be even killed but you got to know when to show emotion and when you have really good control over yourself in that environment that's what i would call a flex like just show her like, hey look she's really really mad that's perfect when you can calm her down and then get her back to even kill it's respected and it's appreciated but it's never admitted right 
So sometimes you got to do that. Um, try not to show up empty handed every time. Um, uh, um, I think that it's a nice gesture. Um, uh, my, my cousin, brother, friend, how it's a complicated relationship only because we're like super close. Right. Um, so when she's goes on a date, shows up, she'll bring a candle or a flower or a card or something. And it doesn't matter how deep the relationship is. That's just what she does. Um, I agree with chivalry 100%. I think that there are lines. And I think that the nature of the relationship dictates those lines. So uh, to circle back to the point, don't show up empty handed every time. I agree to a certain extent, but that is also very relative to the interaction that the people share. I didn't see the comment. I saw that Chloe mentioned the comment, but I was really like in my own space. What did she say? Oh, I got you. Okay. Fact. No one wants to hear used to do, you know, blank all the time. And it does right. keep it interesting when it's unpredictable. So, and let's say keeping that theme in mind, I've uh, prepared something special for everyone just being, you know, unpredictable. And uh, <laughs> we actually have a special guest Fresh Banks in the building. What up, my bro? Yo, yo, what's good? Are you sipping tea, tea too? Tea. Uh, you know it. <laughs> so everyone, this is my boy Banks. He also hosts the New Year Radio Show with me and Big Mike. And my brother is really, really talented when it comes to poetry. So ladies, you've been warned. <laughs> I appreciate that. So Fresh Banks. <laughs> What's up, KG? Sorry, go ahead, Josh. No, no, I was going to say, like, uh, this is, we were talking about uh, being a gentleman and chivalry. I was going to oh, ask yeah. Banks, does, oh, he, yeah. does, he, the, does he go right yeah, to poetry gonna... or do you save that for, like... <laughs> I feel like... I feel like I'm being interrogated. <laughs> uh, no, I don't do that, actually. Uh, it depends on the person. I feel like... Um, I feel like the main the main concern with that, especially when people find out I can write poetry or uh, put words together, I feel like especially when a woman finds out, they the automatic thing they say is, "Oh, you must use this to get to girls, or you must use this to you, you must use your words to seduce them and to wow them and sway them and all that." But no, um, I mean I could, but it's more of like I have to be somewhat inspired. And I have to take you serious enough for me to write it, to write about you. Otherwise, it would just seem like it's like forced. And um, I don't roll that way in that particular life. That makes sense. It's makes like, total it's, sense. It's special, actually, right? Everybody can't get, get the special words or get something written about them. Because then when you actually find a lady that is worth writing about. It's like, well, if you wrote this about the last, last 10 girls, how special is this? How do I know you didn't use these same lines for somebody else? Oh, yeah, it takes away the value. Mm-hmm. But, but does it? Yeah. I'd be willing to argue, depending on what words they are. I mean, if she found yeah. out, right? Let's just say she found out. Right, but even a word like mm -hmm. hello, if presented in a very, let's say, sensual way with the right amount of eye contact and confidence, 
you can say that differently to every single girl you meet and they'll all get the different experience. Yeah, but we're not just talking about the word hello. We're talking about poetry here, right? A exactly. Piece of so art. That's, just, that's just one word. So imagine what you could do with a stanza. <laughs> eh, I don't know, Josh, because uh, I don't remember. There was a talk. I don't remember the guy who let who let it, but it was basically like on dating and open and conversation starters and how a lot of women tend to get stuck on somebody who starts off with a conversation with, hey, and they just automatically dismiss you. And the terms you would say red flag, that's like their red flag for them. And I think, especially, I'm not a woman, but from what I've seen, when you use something that's as repetitive as that, it's like you lose a, a ton of points where they just automatically, if not all the way, dismiss you because you're using something that they've seen before. They want to be wowed. They want to see something different. And I think it kind of carries towards that particular uh, idea. And I think that's where the unpredictable piece comes in too, right? Uh, someone is unpredictable. They're not always just saying, hey, or they're not always saying, hey, gorgeous. Hey, beautiful. Every time they text you or every time you pick up the phone, they got to switch it up. I'm really upset that that got oversaturated. I mean, like that was a good move. The, the, uh, the, the hey, beautiful, good morning, beautiful. I mean, it's over <laughs> now, but it was, man, once everybody got hold of it, I mean, it really just... It killed it. Really killed it. That was that was a good one. That was like you kept that in your back back pocket. Now it's yeah. Hmm, that's very interesting. So banks, we're gonna get to the list here. Now for you, and we talked about it a little bit last night on the New Year Radio. So, what do you think about these three rules? Um, well, I think the three rules, I really do think it comes from a man's perspective, one and two, uh, the be early thing. Um, I mean, I get it, but, uh, I think that's boring. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do. And I think, uh, I, I get the idea of being early, especially if you're just meeting the person It shows that you're courteous and you're respectful, you're respectful and you actually care about being with them with their particular time. But also being early, I don't know, it just seems like you're too predictable. You just, you fall like a key book. Like I feel like I'm at work and it shouldn't be, it, I shouldn't have to have the feeling of like I'm at work. It should be like an easygoing environment and we're cool, we're vibing, we're having a conversation. And let's say if I do come late or it's a by choice or whatever, I don't think that should be like an automatic indication of where like, all right, I'm going to dismiss this person because they came late. Because if that's the case, if you're so quick to rush to judgment, then we probably shouldn't be, uh, you know, conversing at at all anyway. Yeah, that's pretty, you know, pretty fair. Any uh, thoughts from a female perspective, Yo Grace? Um, no, I don't disagree. I don't think that you know, if a person is late one time, um, that you know they should be judged off of that. I do think first impressions are important, right? So maybe the first time, try not to be late. Um, not necessarily be early, but be on time. Don't have that person waiting for you. But also something I was thinking about, and I'm not sure if this is true from the man's perspective. I feel like men like to get there early sometimes to kind of assess the environment, especially if it's someplace that he's never been before. Um, and he's taking a young lady there. He wants to assess the area first to make sure that it is safe. And, you know, he can see where the exits are and all that kind of stuff. Maybe I'm reaching. I don't know. You guys tell me. But. <laughs> 
<laughs> KG, thoughts? I mean, is that not what a gentleman does? I thought it sounds like a New Yorker right there. <laughs> Yo, so I, I don't know. I feel I maybe mean, this is self-imposed, but I feel obligated to to share like like in-game secret. I don't. I feel I don't know. I don't know if I want to like. I don't know if I want to take the back seat to really like explain this. It's for the culture. Explain what? Just set the tone. That's all I got to do. Set the tone. Don't let everything out. Just set the tone. Let them think. All right. So the thing about preparation, right, it's super important. But it's just like when you get fly, like you're going to go out. You want to look good. You want to smell nice. You want to look nice. You want to have good energy. So when you walk in the room, in any room, your presence is noticed, right? But in order to do that, you have to look good, but also make it known that, or make it seem as though you don't try too hard. That's the thing about preparation. So personally, if I'm gonna take a young lady out that I really like, I, I mean, I'm really, I really like her, right? I'm gonna take her on a date. I'm gonna take her to a place I've already been to, right? Because I already know what, generally what type of woman she is, what type of drink she wants, what type of environment she's looking for, what my next move is after it's it's like chess. It's like it's like pool. It's like boxing. Next move, next move, next move. So if she if the day ends up going this way, I got this place to go to next. If the day goes this way, I got this place to go to next. If it's a dud, I'm good because I like it here. You know what I'm saying? So preparation is super important. So yeah, so uh, as far as the exercise go and all of that, I think that that is all encompassing and that um, if a, a gentleman is to date a lady and he doesn't take that into consideration, it's just different levels. And I think that uh, women don't know the levels until they see the next level or the level under it. <laughs> Usually the level under <laughs> Okay. But yes, that's a uh, that's a lot of wisdom there, KG. So thank you for blessing us with that. And I definitely agree with most of what everyone has said. I I can't lie. I mean, I feel like being a a good human being is about showing respect. So if you want to show respect, being timely is a great way to start. Now again, we're human, so we can't always be perfect, right? So if you're a little bit late for a valid reason. I feel like if the person isn't understandable of that concept, that's a red flag for me. Well, what you have to do is if you're going to be late, even if you're going to do it on purpose, always give a heads up before. Like, so if oh, we're going to meet at eight. Oh, if you're going to meet at eight, don't tell them at eight that you're going to be late and don't tell them after eight that you're going to be late. Right. Plan to, If you're going to plan to be late, plan to be late courteously. Give them a heads up. Thousand. But again, um, the the gentleman thing to do is to always uh, be, you know, be prompt, be on time, be respectful. Um, the respect thing also has um, <laughs> also has balance. I think that if you are, uh, that probably sounds a little bit crazy, right? If you are respectful, but you're balancing respect, like sometimes being disrespectful. It's funny, right? I know that sounds inappropriate, right? But in a in a proper situation, 
Have you ever called somebody a name that seems disrespectful, but it's funny and it lightens the mood? It works. Have you ever insulted mm-hmm. somebody that you like just to lighten the mood a little bit or break the ice, so to speak? It's like flirting. It seems to, it's like flirting. I remember I went on, um, sorry, I, I won't do a lot of stories on, I apologize, really quick. Went on a date and it was hot, really, really hot, but I work out a lot. So because it was hot, walking out of the restaurant, we go into the car, took off my shirt. It's hot. I have beads of sweat on my polo, so I took my shirt off. Yes, it was inappropriate. I didn't know her. Yes, it was not. It was not like, it was like, I know she was like, this guy, right? I don't care. I don't care you work out. No, you don't, but you see it though. (laughs) 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 So sometimes you got it. You got to push the envelope. You got to, you know, you got to tiptoe the line. You got to plant the seed a little bit. So it was a little bit of a trap. A little bit. Just a little bit. I I don't know if if I said this in the last episode. I strongly believe in traps. Trapping I'm just essential. asking, was that that was you would I like that word essential? What <laughs> that was part of a trap, that was like a setup, even yeah, though you're so, really hot, it was part of a, a plan. So, again, it's it's all part of preparation, you know what I mean? Like, you you gotta start to when you have so many, like, you gotta create yourself a lot of different moves to make depending on the circumstance, right. So depending on the type of vibe that you get, you're like, all right, I'm going to go in this bag or I'm going to go in this bag or I'm going to go in this bag. But you do it so much that it's not it's not really planned. It's just the way that you are. So you're not running game. You're just being authentic. Mm-hmm. And the authenticity and telling the truth is an aphrodisiac. You take that to the bank. Bank, take it to the bank. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, especially from such a let's say status level, because obviously girls want to date guys that are at a equal to, if not higher, status level, and very rarely will they ever go down. So having that level of attention and that level of direct authenticity from a man at a certain level is going to be a literal aphrodisiac. Agreed. Don't disagree. No argument for me. I could talk all night about it. Be a gentleman. Well, you don't want to give up the secrets, as you call them, with the hello beautiful and hello gorgeous. So you probably the reason how that leaked. Uh, I was disappointed when I found out that became a common thing. I can't own that. I didn't come up with that. That was just. Okay. I was like, oh, everybody does that now. All right. <laughs> it was, it was. Like, uh, so Banks and and Josh. Correct me if I get off topic, but we're talking about how to be a gentleman. You said that Banks writes poetry. I um I haven't in a while, but I, I am a, a published poet, right? So my question to you, Banks, is do you find that I know you said it depends on the circumstance, but it does also do you find that it depends on the type of woman, on whether or not you share poetry? Like is that a, a automatic gentleman thing to do, or is it like you need to get a little more balance. <laughs> uh, I think it varies because it, it could it can go hand in hand. It could be it can go in regards to somebody that I deeply care about and like somebody like I feel like is completely different and that I see some sort of connection. But then it could also be where 
it could be someone that is just different that when she walks in the room, she commands the room with her vibe, her energy, and she just gives you that surge of just like, I got to write something. And then you might not even share it with her. It's just you're around somebody that gives you that inspiration to want to write about it and maybe even make it into a book. And I feel like there is definitely some woman out there who can get that out of you just because of just how dope they are. So like a muse. Absolutely. And actually, it was John's first episode on Poetic Charm was actually entitled Muses, which is very ironic. But yeah. Interesting. So, Miss Ariella, have you ever been anyone's muse? Uh, probably <laughs> not. If I was, I'm sure I would know. So I don't think so. Maybe they just weren't an artist, but they you probably were, most likely. It's possible, I guess. I love your modesty. Right. <laughs> exactly. That little laugh right there? Okay. Yeah, I don't think... I, no one's ever told me that. And mm -hmm. I can't say that I feel that I've ever been anybody's muse. That's fair. Just asking out of curiosity and moving to the next subject, which will be cave like a good boy, as I like to call it, because I feel like with this. Well, actually, no, it's not all about me. <laughs> KG, your thoughts, sir. OK, so boom. Right. Um. I have a saying, and it's very simple. I say that I'm, I never signed up to act right. I never said I was gonna act right, right? Why? Because of balance. Like, I know that it's repetitive, but everybody has principles, right? So yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to, you know, behave and I'm a gentleman and things like that, quote unquote, behave. But uh, act right. I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken, what is what is act right? In my opinion, like act right sounds like do what she wants or do what's expected. But if you're doing what's expected, how can you be spontaneous? If you're doing what's expected, how can you provide uh, like the up and downs and regulate the ebb and flows of the relationship. No, nah, I don't act right. Um, I don't care how you treat me. Um, well, I care how you treat me, but how you treat me doesn't dictate how I, whether I act right or not, because I just, I ain't with that. So really quick, just to comment on one of the last things you said, expecting a person to be um, spontaneous or being spontaneous, if your partner expects you to be spontaneous, that is part of you mm -hmm. acting right, no? Like well, that's part of you. Well, spontaneity uh, comes in different flavors, right? So uh, I think that today I wanted to piss her off just so that I could have makeup sex, right? She don't like that. That in her opinion, that's not acting right. You follow what I'm saying? I hear you. <laughs> but I just I feel like if your partner knows you, they'll know that that is something that like over a period of time, you know, you start to pick up on um, 
the different things and you're like, all right, I'm sure it's something that you discuss. Um, so that might be just something that's expected in my opinion. Um, but well, act right. Yeah. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Please finish. Well, I was just looking at Chloe's um, comment and I was going to get into what I was going to say. I can't say that I what have a definition. Look like? <laughs> Sorry. Good. I can't see what she looks like. Chloe, post the picture. <laughs> I can't. Um, I can't say that I could give a definition to act right. I feel like that is determined in each individual relationship whatever your act right is. Um, but yes, women do spoil men as well if they do act right or they do behave, as you said, Kevin, right? Like, so within the confinements of your relationship. Um, so for example, I feel like a lot of men want to be treated like the boyfriend, but are not the boyfriend. So wanting to be spoiled, wanting gifts, bought for them, wanting wanting to be taken out maybe on dates or stuff like that, wanting to be the only one. To me, that's um, boyfriend stuff. So to be spoiled, you have to be the boyfriend. And to be the boyfriend, you have to act right. That's kind of how I interpret it. And again, act right is different for everybody. So act right could be when you're out with your boys, making sure that you check in with me if you're going to be late. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that's a respectful thing to do on both ends, right? Male or female. If you're going to be out and you said you was going to come back by 11 o'clock and it's now 1130 and I'm just wondering if you're okay. Hey, you know, you're still drinking. We're still kicking it. Whatever. We're talking. I'll be home later. Okay, cool. No problem. Not saying it's like a have to always check in, but again, it's part of the respectful factor of a relationship. Just letting your partner know that you're safe and where you are and what your plans are. I don't see anything wrong with that. Cause she be keeping tabs, baby. She be keeping tabs. <laughs> okay. I got you. What about you, brother Banks? Uh, I kind of agree with Kev's point to, uh, to to a point to an extent because I feel, I feel like the idea of act right is just like I can't mess up. I have to do what's needed. And if I don't do this, you're just going to completely like either excommunicate me or just like never take me serious. And I feel like if somebody wants to, I don't know, spoil you or get you a gift, if that's in your nature, do it. Why take away from what your value is just because whatever mm. the case may be? Like, I don't understand that. Like, if this is the type of person you are, I don't think it's like you're in a sense, like being a simp or playing yourself. I think it's just generally, that's the type of person you are. I like to give. It's not me doing anything just because I'm trying to keep you or whatever. It's just, that's the type of person I am. So as the whole agenda or idea of you need to act right in order for you to do this. I mean, if that's the case, then I should just let myself go. Yeah, I don't think the terms act right is good. Respectful is probably a better term to use, right? Be respectful to me. I'm not going to buy gifts for somebody who's not respectful to me in a, in a relationship. This is also true. So I, I have a question. So the question is to the fellas, no disrespect, Ariella. Um, mm -hmm. Guys, would you be in a relationship if 
with a woman who wasn't acting right? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, KG, our, our follow-up meme here kind of answers that question for you. <sighs> Which is quite oh, interesting. That segue was amazing. Did no, you get that bad. live? Bad. <laughs> bad segue. Wow. Yo, my pen name back then was, was transition. That was a mean transition. Jeez. I love it. I didn't hear the fellas answer the question though about women acting right. That was a good question. Oh, so, okay, so for me, I put that under the micromanaging category. Because let's be honest, if anyone had you under those parameters at work, how would your work life be? Would you consider that a good environment or a hostile work environment? Is that question posed to me? Uh, that was for the whole group, but Miss Ariel, you, you can go first. Oh. Um, hostile. Spe you know, psychologically speaking, because that's what a hostile environment is. If, if they're constantly under a ultimatum scenario. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's why I said bad segue when you pulled up that meme after Kev asked if your girl wasn't acting right. Uh, I forget what your question was. I'm sorry, Kev. I just heard that part. If your girl wasn't acting right, what would you do or, or what your question was? Would you, but, be, would you deal with a woman or would you be in a relationship with a woman if she wasn't quote unquote acting right? Right. So for from the fellow's perspective, what is acting right in in a what is a female acting right? What does that look like? Can't can't just only be that she's not having sex with you. Oh, it's of, of course. But it's also not saying things like this. <laughs> in case there is any ambiguity there. Yeah, I mean, again, the second part of that act right and you will be spoiled, too. I can agree that women do spoil men as well. I don't think women are the only ones that get spoiled in relationships. I, Be I respectful. Happen, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I think that ultimately what happens is um, everybody's pre-programmed, right? So they want and they have, they want and they have already set expectations for their relationship right? based on a person, sometimes just based on the fact that they're in a relationship, right? So they behave in a way that they think will um, like cause an effect. They will, if they do this, then this should happen. If they do this, then this should happen. Men do it, women do it, right? Some do it better than others, right? Personally, I believe it's a trap, right? The person with the better trap has the best leverage. Now, don't get caught up on the words because the facts are the facts, right? If you are a woman and you want to get married, you will do what that man considers. You ask questions, um, you will probe, you will talk to his friends, his family to figure out what he considers to be a wife. And if you are dead set on that, you'll be that. Right? Now, if a dude wants to um, sleep with a woman, it's just stereotypical, that's why I chose that. If you want to sleep with a woman, he will listen. He will shut the fuck up. He will listen. He will try to probe and find out what turns her on, what likes, what it dislikes, 
what what excites her, what things not to say, who messed up in the past to get that. Or he'll go with what usually works for him because that's what works. It's all still a trap, right? But you got to remember, with all of this trap setting, these are the people. Some people are just trapping and they're not authentic with who they are. Some people are trapping and this is part of their personality. But you're doing it to get a, it's like, like a science experiment. You have a hypothesis. If I do this, this is probably going to happen, right? And when you do it enough, that's how you start to get the rhythm for who the person is, how they are. And then you start to leverage your situation. And then a lot of other things come into play. Who likes who more and all that stuff it starts to get a little, starts to get like a chemistry formula. But I got the math. Hit me, DM me. I can help you. Anyway, um, <laughs> no, but seriously, like, I think that that's what really happens. I think that um, everybody wants the other person to act right. And I think that... Um, Act right is the, depending on the individual and what they have already been pre-programmed or what they expect. It's my feedback. Don't disagree. Brother Banks? I can tell you what act right is. I think Kev just took everything that I wanted Sorry. to say. <laughs> I, I have nothing else to add. That was great. <laughs> I apologize. I get a little... I think it's I will say tiny. that that the levels of um, spoiling a person change depending on how, quote unquote, right they act. Right. So like Banks said, if you are just if it's in your nature to just buy gifts for people. Right. That's just what you do, that you're going to do it. But the more respectful a person is want to use that word respectful or the more into that person you are, the more y'all vibe, the more you guys gel, the better your gifts will become or the more you will spoil that person. So it may not just be sneakers once a month it may be sneakers and a whole outfit if y'all are gelling and vibing really well it may be jewelry you know like <laughs> gifts it, the way it, you spoil a person will level up make them breakfast yeah, like, like on a regular basis beyonce said that then she said she said i'm gonna get him a short set <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because of how he was acting though yo let me go refill Hold on, I'll be right back. oh boy i guess i'll hear you guys though <laughs> but uh yes but i i do agree miss ariel i do believe that it is subjective so it goes back to what i feel like everyone can agree with communication as long as those parameters are outlined and there's no you know no confusion no gray area of course nothing can be not everything can be foreseen so you'll have to adapt in real time and i mm -hmm. guess depending on how you guys feel about each other will illustrate how well you adapt. Absolutely. Great perspective. Great perspective. 100%. So moving right along, we're going to talk about the dating window. Because it is, it is a bit different for men and women. So it's a different perspective on the, on the board, let's say. So one of these viral memes says, I curved this dude for 10 years, a decade. Wow. That's a long time to curve someone. Or, mm -hmm. or let's say, uh, keep them in the friend zone. I told you. See, I told you, Josh. It totally <laughs> works. It works. But okay, that's fair. I don't, and, I, 
and, I don't I don't think this is a good idea, but it works. Right. <laughs> every every uh million millionth time, yes. <laughs> yes, every millionth, every millionth in one, right? Exactly. But hey, they want to be that special and gents, if this is your strategy, you are truly special. <laughs> <laughs> and when I finally let him hit, he ghosted me. <laughs> I hate men. He was playing chess. She was playing checkers. Who would like to go first? Ms. Ariella, would you like to go? It's just stupid, the mindset. And excuse my, my words, I can't find anything better to say, but I just think it's stupid, right? Curve somebody for 10 years and then let him hit. Like, sis, why'd you wait so long? You just gave in. It was just like he broke you down, and you were like, "Fine." Or you were like, "Okay, I'm gonna give him a chance." He's been chasing me for however long. That's again that whole friend zone mindset on both ends. I don't agree with it. If you really like somebody, you tell them poetry. <laughs> <laughs> it was over after that. <laughs> I, I mean, and then her being upset that he ghosted her after. I mean he essentially did the same thing that she did to him, right? She led him on, she strung him along for 10 years and then slept with him. I don't, I don't get it. I think it's stupid. She deserved to be ghosted in my opinion. Sorry, that's probably an, un, that's an unpopular opinion, but that's my opinion. <laughs> like why? <laughs> the cheeks was trash. No, I'm That's very interesting. He was being petty. We don't know what happened in that situation. That's not fair. I don't agree. I think he was, again, he was playing chess while she was playing checkers. I, I think I would agree with that. He, he played her like she played him. I, I only know one side of the story. At all, personally. I mean, most likely, because let's, let's look at the narrative here. Let's uh, try to surmise what had happened. Like a detective. <laughs> I curved this dude for 10 years. So, Miss Ariella, in your experience, what type of girls have this type of mindset? What what age range? In their 20s. All right. So probably 20 or 21. Okay. Conservatively, let's make it 20. 21, 22. All right. 21, yeah. So plus 10, she's 31. Mm-hmm. Boom. Which means she's probably been playing the field herself, right? Mm-hmm. And probably because ladies, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but most, okay, not most, but a fair amount of girls, especially if they're attractive, they always have guys in reserve and not always, but they usually have guys in reserve. Is that true? She was probably in reserve. Does that actually happen? It it is. And then she thought because he's been asking me for 10 years, oh, this dude will be crazy enough to marry someone like me. Nah, and he saw the game. He was playing chess, so she probably took that interest as more than what it was, which is, you know, a bit delusional on her part, especially hey, at this point. Can I take a stab at it? Of course. <laughs> How about right? I like this version in my head. How about <laughs> he was trying to he was trying to get with her. She wasn't with it, right? But. 10 years of time is a long time. He gained leverage. 
So now it wasn't like he was trying to hit anymore. Now she was trying to hit, but he hot now. You got to pay to play now. Now you're not acting right, and you got to go. I like that better. I like that version better. We don't know what happened. Sounds right. like leverage to me. Yeah, we don't. Brother John? I agree, uh, especially with that whole curve. The minute the, the comment when she says, I curved this dude for 10 years, that's automatically telling you that this is a game and he won the game. <laughs> like, I hate that mindset. Like, I curve, whatever. Like, if that's if you like the person, like, tell them you like them. But if you're going to play this thing where I'm going to curve you and then disappear and go in and out, and then when now all of a sudden you have time for me and now you're going to engage my time, I'm going to take advantage. I know everything about you. I know how to do it and when to do it and when to right. leave. Right. <laughs> Close. Said the, she said the cheeks was trash. I said that. Chloe agreed. The cheeks was trash. Wow. That, and that can that, happen. That's a possibility too. That can she definitely was, happen. That'd be, cookies, that'd be cookies up, man. She was probably washed up at that time and she didn't have any other dudes waiting around. She was like, you know what? This dude was sweating me heavy. Let me hit him up. And she was Leverage. probably one night. One night that she was feeling a little bit more vulnerable and thought she had the upper hand, and she was like, "Bet he hit me back really, really quick. All right, I'm gonna give it to him." And he was like, "Yeah, right." No, you know it was. He was like, "Man, she owed me some cheeks anyway." (laughs) 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 So stupid. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, again, the mindset of I curved this dude. The fact that she even posted it, I think that that was. Um, immature. Why? Why even brag about it? I curved this this dude for ten years, and the fact that you know that it's been that long, I, I can't get with that. Just tell me you don't like him. Don't stream along. Yeah, but that's what social media is for, right? Right. It's a show. Yeah. A fantasy. Brag. Braggadocious. And that fantasy can come true digitally on <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I would actually like, love to interview guys who are actually on there and actually paying money. I would just love to understand their perspective in life. I'd be very curious to see. What do you mean paying for what? OnlyFans. Oh. That would be an interesting conversation. It would. I think I, think I have an idea why people do that, but it would be corny. Yeah, well, I mean, we know that already, right? What, what I mean, it would be- I'm interested. I think it would be an audience for a lot because there's a lot of people who entertain that whole perception of OnlyFans in the fantasy world, or whatever. But to people who don't do it, I think it would just be corny because the approach of why they do it, the lack of of what they can't get, or just the ability of not being comfortable enough to get that for free. <laughs> like I just don't understand the the premise of you putting your money and paying monthly, not even a one-time deal, like this monthly subscription. subscription. And it's a lot. And and there's like things where people are paying for these activities where these women are either not doing anything, like literally nothing, or if they are doing something, it's just like, why are you paying for somebody to dance in front of the screen and read this script. And most of the time, these girls are getting like have pimps or dudes in the background that's recording 
and literally guiding them and showing them what to do on how to seduce you. And I'm just like, how do you compensate for the idea and just think this person is like only for you? It's kind of like catfish. It's like you get, you getting so caught up in this image and idea. And when you, if you ever run across this person, you actually think this person is your lover, your girl, whatever it is, but it's nonsense. But what about so the guys who go to the strip club and pay strippers? Let's say they go week over week and they spend their hard-earned dollars to get well, a lap dance. I, I can answer that. Well, one, I don't like <laughs> I don't like strip clubs. Um, I'm gonna give you an experience. I, I've only been to a couple strip clubs in my life, but um, one experience I had when I was in New York for a bachelor party, and I did not vote to go. I would rather go to a club. But these guys wanted to go to the strip club. So wait, all your friends were going to a bomb strip club, and you were like, "No, no, no." It wasn't even. Oh, okay. Well, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna answer this because I, I had the I had the opportunity to go to a strip club in the south and a strip club in the north. And in the north, they don't take everything off. Women have pasties. They have thongs on. It's pointless. You might as well just go to a club because <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Thanks. I'm gonna hit Josh. I'm gonna give you the spot. You won't, it ain't like what you think. <laughs> I, At least I understand. It used to be. I don't know what's happening now. Just, in New York, it's against the law. It's against the law. I heard, I heard law. that that's what happens. I don't know because of alcohol. Know. They can't. It's like a whole bunch of stuff. But I remember going to this place and I see my friends throwing like I'm, my friend took a thousand dollars, blew it in a second, and went back literally going to save his blowing. I'm like, and these girls are just running and hounding them just because they got the money. And I mean, I'm just sitting there, bored, depressed, like, I don't know why I'm here. And this stripper came up to me, and she was like, oh, this must be your first time. And I looked at her, <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, you're just sitting here not tipping. Are you shy or something? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to save you the conversation. I'm not going to give you any money. And this is not my first time. And... I have no interest of you fulfilling whatever fantasy that your boss told you upstairs to do. I get the game. You're not going to play me. So, but that guy over there, my boy, he got money. You can go to him. And then she was just so disappointed and disgusted by off of what I said. But I understand the reality. I'm not going to fall short to this dream that you're selling. And the minute those dollar signs go away, you walk away too. That's stupid. Like, for, for what? <laughs> like, I, I just don't see the reasoning behind a strip club, especially how clubs are nowadays. You can get the same thing for a fraction of what you're wasting. So I just don't, I don't, I don't see the point of it. I, I get the fantasy and why people do it, but I, it's just not for me. Is it my go? All right. So, boom. Right? Um, we spent we spent some time in the strip club like early on, long time ago, long, long, long time ago. Right, so it really wasn't about a fantasy because we weren't like people don't smash strippers. Like it's not like standard. You know what I mean? Like we don't really on occasion. You know what I'm saying? But it was more or less like, man, like um, how do I explain it? Like. Like playing basketball. Like you go there with your mans and it's like you get to uh this is sounds so inappropriate saying it out loud. You get to um 
<laughs> about this? Stories is my best explanation. So we're there, we're chilling, we're drinking. Right? We go there because we like to drink. At that point, we weren't grown. We didn't have homes. We didn't have liquor in the cabinet. We went out for drinks because why not, right? So this is where we go. This is where we drink. This is where the, you know, the Jones is at. So we, you know, sharpening our skills and, at the, you know, we post it up. So we're sitting there, right, <clears throat> balling up dollars. And we're like, you know, like it's a like it's a hoop. I'm trying to hear it. You know, Jack, you know what I'm talking about. So we're doing this, right? <clears throat> but it's merely for fun. At that age, we had, you know, uh, disposable income. And we weren't using it properly. Very poor use of money. Am I delayed? You guys, is there a delay? It's a little choppy. So you go in and out. Hello? Yeah. And this is turning into like 112 versus Jagged Edge. <laughs> Tay <Tell laughs> Riley again. <laughs> you, sound, you sound clear, Cap. <laughs> Where'd he go? Damn, oh, yeah. really turned into it. <laughs> I'm interested to hear the rest of this story. I feel like I, have, I, I get a gist of his angle. Exactly. But, but he actually also demonstrating what he was talking about earlier, being unpredictable and making us wait. <laughs> more so now you're anticipating the story even more i guess but most likely uh because kevin like i said is a father so he might have his fatherly duties Hmm. and i get that point because i know some men who are married or with busy life have kids and it's like some vice or way of unwinding you know with Hmm. the guys and doing that i i get that would i want to do that no because I'd rather spend my money and doing other things or I'd rather take a trip and go to an event or something that has a little bit more value as opposed to an hour or two at this place in the minute my funds deplete, the group depletes. And don't get me wrong, there's some strippers who you paid a lot for them and they might stick around and be by you. And I've seen it, like I have a friend who's a celebrity trainer He's a millionaire and he took me to a strip club in Atlanta and these strippers were all over him. And like, they literally did whatever he said. And I get that, but you know, there's not many people who have uh, the bankroll to, you know, compensate for that time that they're wasting in a sense of just talking to you because really what they're there to make money, not, you know, entertain somebody who just wants to have some sort of conversation with you. Well, they have regulars sometimes, I'm sure. I mean, right. not to be cliche, but thinking about the movie uh, Players Club, right, Diamond and Stanley. Stanley was <laughs> obsessed with Diamond, and he thought that, you know, I guess he thought that that was his girl. He said he made sure she got home safe every night, and, you know, she was comfortable dancing for him because I guess he seemed like a square bob. Um, and she she thought that he wasn't going to try anything. Little did she know that he was following her home, and he knew where she lived. Um, so Perfect I feel like candidate for an OnlyFans subscriber. Exactly. That was my point. Mm. So I feel like th- those people, right, those would be the same people that would go to the strip club maybe every week once they get paid, blow their paycheck on their favorite stripper. Now mm. they don't have to leave their house. They can do it from the comfort of their own home. They don't have to take the cash out. They can just type in their debit card number or whatever it is and subscribe. And now it's like she's mine. She's on demand. 
Oh, and the comments these guys leave on these girls' pages and the mm. stuff they say, I just really, I, I, it's a, it's exactly, it's, it's like Instagram when you see these girls who post these pictures and whatever. And the comments these guys say on a daily basis, like, I don't understand. Do they really think that this woman is only looking at you? The stuff <laughs> that they're saying, like, oh, marry me, you're so beautiful, I'll drink your oh, bath wow. water. Like, these comments, like, I'll drink your bath water, I'll eat your toes, <laughs> like, all this. Look, it's a real thing. They be saying it. And if you don't believe me, like that. just go on an Instagram of some chick who has thousands of followers and go through the comments. You'll see the most outlandish comments. Outlandish. It's hilarious. It's literally, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just. I see uh, dudes falling into the thirst trap. <laughs> of course. That's what it is. It's a trap. The thirst is real. Too real at that. That's and crazy. here we go. KG is back. So, boom. <laughs> I thought he was, <laughs> I thought he was not going to be, a, we're not going to hear him. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, like that was uh, I'm really Teddy. Just for the record, man, top, Teddy Riley is like top cheese. Like, just so that we're clear, right? Um, you know, I like Teddy Riley. Anyway, um, so we had the strip club. We hooping, right? We hooping, right? But we realized like we really just went there to chill out. We weren't. There was no fantasies involved. Like, we're men and we like women, so we go to where the women are. You know what I mean? Very poor use of money. I'm a I'm not going to tell you any strip club stories because a lot of strip club stories didn't happen. You're not supposed to tell that stuff. Like, games are all messed up. You can't tell stuff like that. So don't don't get me wrong. I'm not – I wasn't – I wasn't – I wasn't baiting you guys. At the end of the day, for some, there is a fantasy. But that's for the ones who go there during the daytime and be all weird. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you go there because – you know what I'm saying? That's like – honestly, like, at that time, it was just an RN move. You know what I mean? It was a real RN move. That's just – you know, that's that's what we did. We would link up, we chop it up at the strip club. We I built relationships at the strip clubs, like you know, connections and met people and interacted. Like that's just where it happened that I learned how to drink drink at the strip club. It was kind of like I can write a passage from where I'm from. That's just what we did. I don't think there was a fantasy involved. What I think is that's happening with the OnlyFans John is that um one, it's for dudes that are, they have to act right, right? They have no leverage. So they go there for their fantasies or to whatever stuff that they can't get in their relationships because they got to act right. I don't know. They don't have leverage, right? So they go there and they hide it from their lady or they can't get any chicks at all, right? It's a real thing. And that's why you get... Women who are on it, like you said, you said that they were being pimping. They could, they could be being pimped. They could be a couple on there. They're like, yo, we team us. Let's cash out. They found a lane and they, they getting it because this guy is weird and he can't get chicks, right? <laughs> I said a lot. Which part? <laughs> I don't know. Which part did they? Which part did they say? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, like, that's my opinion. Like, I don't, I, I hear what you're saying, Banks, and I'm not knocking it at all, bro, straight like that. But I don't think that there's always a fantasy tied tied to it. Like, you know, what I mean, I I don't feel like strippers are uh, a fantasy. Like, you see that their bodies may be something you don't run into very often because, mm -hmm. in most cases, 
you don't run into that very often. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like a, it's almost like a toy, dude. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, it's not a popular thing. Maybe it sounds weird or whatever, but it's almost like a toy. You know what I'm saying? And they found their lane forward, and we went there to play, and that's where it is. But you play where you make bread at, and you make connections, and that's what we used before. It was the energy at the time. I haven't been to a strip club in a long time, but you know, I wouldn't go to the strip club and have to touch my savings either. It's a, it's a different energy. You know what I mean? A different time in life and stuff like that. That's big facts. I mean, me personally, I've never been a, oh, a strip club. Is this club happening person. again? Can y'all hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still get paranoid? <laughs> yeah. You know what happened? AirPods died. See, Chloe, you know. Oh, wow. They said that as cat calling. <laughs> Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yeah. That's what they say on the streets of Newark, huh? <laughs> wow. Actually, they do. Look at me. Bringing down they say that in the streets of New York, too. Yeah. I've heard it. Walk down Canal Street. <laughs> 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 Teddy Riley, you good? Hey, we have some technical difficulties out here right now. <laughs> Can we do that? Oh man! Uh, by the way, uh, Banks, you actually have a, a message for you. This is what Teddy Riley felt like. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> This is embarrassing. Like I got can like you, a whole setup over here. This can you hear us? No, I think he took his headset out. Unless it's uh I'm embarrassed. Should probably mute his microphone. <laughs> I mean, we can still hear you though. But can he hear us? He can't hear us. He took his he took his headphones out. Unless it was synced. Yeah, but still. Mm. No. Sorry for you. <laughs> but yes, as I was saying, Banks, you actually have a message from you from one of your favorite cities in the world. But uh, going okay. to our topic, uh, yeah, so when are you seeing me again? And am I seeing you again in New Jersey or are you coming back to Toronto? Banks, when are we going back to Toronto? The minute that border <laughs> opens. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go there for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, that's like the most chillest place ever. I love that place. I've never been Only in Toronto. What? Blasphemy. Never. Oh, you no. need to go. It's amazing. It's on my list. It is on my list oh, for sure. It's a clean. It's think of a New York where it's clean and the people are friendly. Yeah, I definitely want to go to Caravana. Banks been there vet. times. He a vet. <laughs> Six times to be exact. Oh, so nice. I'm, by you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm on their page. I'm I'm like I'm one of. I think I got a flyer too. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it's a vibe. She's stressing over there. Josh, you might need to go help him out. Wow, <laughs> Miss Ariella. Okay. I'm just saying. Getting them licks in. I got you. 
It's not. It's nothing that I wouldn't say to his face. So <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Toronto, amazing. Then Montreal, then oh, Vancouver. Yeah, definitely Vancouver. The architecture in Vancouver. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive though. Yeah, it's the. Uh, it's right. the similar to the west coast of California. So like, oh, okay. this kind of how you have wealthy people and girls. A lot of like, Indians and uh, Asians. It's like that in Vancouver. Oh wow! Okay. Complete opposite. So I recommend Toronto first because you'll feel like a millionaire there. <laughs> this is the way the dollar is going. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Okay. I got it. Bottle uh, service in Montreal. <laughs> I got to try it out. What? You're back? Toronto. I want to go. Oh, oh you yeah, never been either? Okay, G. I gosh. Had, um, a oh really my good gosh. friend of mine to Toronto. I had an amazing time. I got it. I got to follow up. Toronto is the best place ever. Ever? Yes. <laughs> yes. If you want to I'll, I'll put it up there on the top list to go. Toronto and Montreal. Like are literally actually Montreal is like the number one place. Like if you're about to get married, it's the number one, like I, either the number one or the number two spot to have your bachelor or bachelorette party, Montreal. Oh, yeah. And Toronto itself is just it's a great city. Like full culture. Place. I'm not lying. Like I did the research. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> Trust me. On Earth. Yes. Well, my, I'm not sure about Toronto, but Montreal. Yes, it is. It's on a list. On the planet. And yes. Well, yes. All right, check it, Kev. Ready? So, are, you're familiar with the, let's say, the French philosophy in terms of, let's say, dating and lovemaking, right? Like menage trois terms like that, right? So that's that's French, you know, that's French Canada right there, Montreal. So they speak French. So they have a similar philosophy in terms of how men and women interact with each other. We're talking about white chicks. No, hold on, Kev. Listen, no, listen. <laughs> when it comes to Canada, I know I get it. I get what you're saying, but I'm gonna break it down for you. When it comes to Canada, right? When it comes to Canada and the United States, when people from all around the world, refugees or whatever, they're trying to get into, to leave their country to go somewhere else. It's easier to get into Canada in comparison to the United States, right? So when you have that in the equation, you have people from all over going into one place, mating, you have a whole bunch of mixed people, right? So it's not just white people it's literally people from everywhere and the whole like even with toronto the whole idea of caravana a caribbean festival in canada come on mm -hmm. and there's yes. over a million people yes. Yes. it's crazy and like canada has one of like they have the most beautiful people in the world there like really? no joke yes look this stuff up i would not lie to you I'm, you know that's what i'm doing right now i'm looking at look it up. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 right now this is I'm telling you, it will change your life. To, uh, <laughs> I would have loved to go to Caravana next year, but who knows that's going to happen. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, what be going on there? You might have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the following year. Montreal is better than Toronto. No, 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 no. I just said that for like bachelorette, bachelor parties. On the list, that's what they say. 
But as far as like, if you want more to do, I would go to I would go to Toronto because Montreal has a different uh, a different vibe. Montreal has more of like a European vibe in regards to the structure and the people. Toronto, you might feel more accustomed there, especially coming from America, because Toronto has like an American vibe because it's it's like New York, but just with friendlier people and it's cleaner. And they speak English. In Montreal, they, I mean, they prefer to speak French. Right. Do you speak you French, really French? speak French. Even the A little bit, but not, not much. Un petit peu. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's a great place. Learn something new every day. And you like strip clubs, so uh, <laughs> they got them there. Yo, and the, the thing world, is, world. the thing is, they use... Uh, the strip clubs, the dollars or coins. Oh wow! Right, Josh. Right, loonies. It's like Josh. Right, it's like loonies, toonie. To, what is it? Loonies and um, like the coin is a dollar, a two dollar, yeah. and uh, Yo, it's five, right? British system. Like if you go to the strip clubs that we used to go to, and you mm-hmm. throw coins at strippers, yo, you gotta. Yo, they could they could fight. You gotta like you, gotta, you can't throw coins. Yo, it's a problem, yo. Well, there I wouldn't recommend throwing coins, but you can you can give them coins. Well, you have to place it in their hand. How do you give it to them? You give it to them because like I, I went to one strip club in Montreal for my because my, my friend was getting married. And the the dances were like seven dollars. <laughs> I was like, what? Exactly. Wow. And seven dollars seven Canadian Huh? What'd you say? The women look like bands. The women. What did they look like? Kev, man, just believe me. Bro. Just believe what I'm trying to tell you. So you telling me they got badass $7 women in Montreal? Yes. Yo, and- Kev. Kev, all right. So, all right, here we go, Kev. So, as you know, American culture is incredibly popular around the world. So when you go there, that's number one. That's that's your leverage, number one, because they appreciate their culture there. American culture is very valuable. So you have you essentially have girls who are in the top ten percent, but because it's so bountiful there, it really just they really just go to a seven when they probably would be a nine in other places. Interesting. All right. I have a question. Kind of like LA. You're not for this conversation. We'll circle back on the slide. I guess you want to rebound. So, like, I did have a question about we, we did discuss the dating window. Right, Josh? Was there a meme for that? There was, and it is. This is the dating window, man? A curve to do for 10 years? Absolutely, because after those 10 years, her value had decreased. Well, she was depending... Right. Right, so she was banking on a depreciating asset. Nobody. They always depreciate. Miss Ariella. Yes, what's your question? 
Because you're huffing and puffing over there. Is everything all right? I'm just listening. Yeah, you said her body de is depreciating value, and no, well, you ass. said you said you said she was banking on a depreciating asset, and Kev right. said her body depreciated. So that's why you're I mean, not, that's, that's not just her body, though. You said her body. No, I said she was a depreciating asset. No, not you. Kev said her body. Oh, Kev. It was a question. Yeah, he oh, said. Okay. Was question. I was about to be like, who said that? That's my how, bad. That's how it started. That's why I made that face because I'm like, so only her body depreciated, his did not. Everybody got older within those 10 years, and I'm sure looked different. Apparently, his did not because he was well, we don't know, we don't know the details, so don't even. <laughs> that's really? why she needs to get it together. So what is this about the dating? I mean, we don't even know if they were dating. So to call that a dating window, um, if that's what you were leveraging, I wouldn't say that that 10-year time span was them dating. Maybe they knew each other. Maybe they had a break in which they stopped talking. Are you trying to compare, like, the even though the example itself is not really like a dating window, but the time, the time frame, let's say if she's 20, between 20 and 30, are you, like, trying to point it in that way? Because right. technically... The window no. in that, within that respect, if you don't really find someone within your 20s and you're now you're in your 30s, it's kind of like, okay, now you're less desirable to some because of that. Right. right. That's that's why I was the segue to the dating window. And when a guy gets 30, his, his, he hasn't even reached his peak yet. That's what I was going to say. That was My bad. K KG, please continue, sir. Please. Go ahead. That's what I was going to say. It seems like, right? It seems like, man, this is fucked up to say. It seems like <laughs> women peak before men. So if you take care of yourself when you work out, and if you don't work out, hit me up. I can work anyway. So what I'm saying is that if I didn't mean it the way I saw the face that she made, Ariella. I didn't mean it. <laughs> wow. But anyway, um, so what I'm saying is that um, women really have the upper hand when you're younger right it's like because you don't you're not thinking straight you don't have a formula you haven't gathered who you are yet and they're they generally mature faster than us um they understand things a little different than we do we're a lot more impatient and impulsive and they're they have a lot more options the younger older guys are after them young guys are after them when Men mature and they are refined. They understand a lot more. It, the cream rises to the top. And if you are in that cream, then now the game changed, right? Especially if you was hot when you was younger. Then as you get older, you, the expectations that you continue to grow and evolve. So you could date women younger. You could date women older. You could date women your age. So... Women, it seems like, and I don't necessarily agree, but it seems like when women get in their 30s, mm, I'm good. That's what it seems like. It's, it seems like it's harder for them to meet people. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's is it them or if it's the, the, the options. I don't know. I like to lean on ratios, right? Just sheer numbers is more women than men. And in general, right? This is a fact, right? You mean Google it? You guys want some stats? 
Mm-mm. No. All right. Cool. So I don't need let's just, let's just round it down and say it's two to one across the globe, right? So if you take away the men who are married and the, the men who are at the bottom, the sticky shit at the bottom of the pot, they're not at the cream of the crop. So the men who are are essentially considered available, cream of the crop, good looking, blah, blah, blah. They are in the, essentially an elite group based on the numbers, right? So a dude who was a seven, but he's single, he has his own, he can take care of himself, he does this, 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 and the third, blah, 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 all these check marks that women got that they mark off uh, consciously and subconsciously. He meets all these check marks and he's single. Well, now you're 34 or 33 or whatever, and you're like, oh, he's nice. Yeah, but so does she think that? So does she think that? So this is what I'm going to do. I've been trying to date you for 10 years. I'm going to clap these cheeks, but if they trash, I'm going to ghost you. Wait, I feel like I feel like we've seen this before. Wait. <laughs> oh, there it is. I, I know it's familiar. Okay, wait, I've he- I've heard that before. Another one. So there are a lot of different factors that go into this for women when they're in their 30s and why it's harder to meet somebody. Um, I think that a lot of people um, get married in their 20s, right? And maybe end up divorced in their 30s. And like, and like, um, that was what? Selfish? No, I'm sorry. I'm listening. I said maybe, right? Maybe end up being divorced in their 30s and maybe they got married too young. Um, so, and like Kev said, if men haven't hit their prime, or I'm sorry, I don't know if Josh or Kev said it, but um, men haven't hit their prime yet, right? They're, they haven't hit their peak. Um, so they're still going. So they get divorced. They're not necessarily looking to be locked down again or get into another marriage. So they're out there playing the field. Hence, with the meme that you pulled up, the guy, you know, curved her after he quote unquote clapped cheeks. Um, because he was like, all right, well, this girl likes me, this girl likes me, this chick likes me, so you are a non-factor here. I'm just use you for one thing, and I'm going to keep it moving. Whereas women, maybe in her 30s, if she still wants to have kids, let's just say we have a biological clock that we've been told that's ticking now in our 30s, and if we're going to have kids, we need to do it ASAP. Um, so the pool gets smaller and smaller because in your 30s, you may not be looking to just date casually or just, you know, have a, a F buddy or anything like that. Um, and also there are standards there for some women, whereas maybe you made it through your 20s and you don't have any kids and you don't want to date someone who has kids. So now in your 30s, right, the men that you meet are more than likely going to have at least one child. Um, And as part of your standards, that's not somebody that you care to date right now at this point in your life, right? I have so much more time to go, right? I don't want kids right now, or I don't want to deal with someone who has kids. So that um, lowers your pool again. Um, So there are a lot of different factors, I think, that goes into that. And not only that, some guys in their 30s, are not cream of the crop, right? So there's a lot of y'all out there that are losing your hair, um, may not, may have been past your prime, might have been in your 20s, you gained weight too. So again, there's a lot of factors there. I don't think that there, a large uh, population of women um, have depreciated in their 30s. 
So I guess I would disagree with that. I didn't want you to pull up the stats, but that was just my take on it. I think there are a lot of women in their 30s who are still, you know, coming up and still look great and still are in their prime, maybe better than they were in their 20s. Hey, anything is possible. <laughs> That's why people play the lottery, you know? Right. It, it is, you know, statistically it's possible. It's just not probable, let's say, statistically speaking. You be in it to win it. Okay. I mean, okay, so let's let's take this example, right? So like 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. So perhaps Miss Ariel is right in this situation and he's 30 and he's he's still like, you know, uh lumpy and he has doesn't have his life together. But what happens at 40? Why is he lumpy though? <laughs> Iron Mike. And I believe Iron Mike is about what 45, something like that. Mm-hmm. No, he's older than that. Oh wait, really? Yeah, God. isn't he in his fifties? He's in his fifties, oh. I think. In his fifties, and he looks like that. Yeah, really? has to be fifty-six. So that's just one person, Josh. One person who's an athlete. But I hear you. I mean, when you say he looks, did he look like an athlete in two thousand nine? <laughs> he definitely wasn't being athletic then. <laughs> so things can change, right? Absolutely, 100%. And I think that goes for both men and women, I, in my opinion. <laughs> so you think it would be the same if a, a lady did this? At, at what, 50-something? Did what, specifically? Sis, whose team are you on? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> some some women do love the ball head. <laughs> Shout out to Mick Kyle Israel. So, what was your question, Josh? If uh, a woman did what the would the same be, thing that the, the same, would it have the same effect of being let's say that level of attractive at that age? Uh, Mike Tyson's age? Yes. Yeah. I think absolutely. Really? So here's what happens, right? In our community, as we get older, we, um, we, a lot of us suffer from hypertension, right? We go to the doctor, we have high blood pressure, we may have diabetes, all that kind of stuff. Your doctor tells you, if you don't want to be on this medication, you know, you got to lose weight, you got to work out, you got to get in shape, all this kind of stuff. So as we get older in our 40s and 50s, we don't we don't want to, you know, be on meds for high blood pressure, diabetes, glaucoma or whatever it is that we have. Case in point, that might have happened to, to Mike. Right. In 2009. Look at look at how he looked. He had to probably get back in his athletic shape so that he wasn't um, unhealthy or didn't have to be on meds or, you know, suffering from some other type of illness. So I think it's absolutely possible for a woman to be 56 and look as good. I don't see why not. Hmm. What what I'm, factors would stop her from looking good in her fifties? I mean, do you have an example or how old? Huh? You look like you want to say something? Yeah, please, what brother. Stop Frank. Woman from looking good in her I mean, I think it, it. I think it could be different because you know the idea of losing weight and looking good for your age, especially when it comes to women. Uh, it's a very sensitive subject, especially if you 
bring it up, some woman may take offense to that. I, I have a, I have some examples where I have one in particular. I have a friend where um, I was my friend was hosting like some sort of uh, ab challenge for women. So I just sent it to random people, and I remember her response was, "Oh, I don't want to have abs," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What is that supposed to mean?" And she's like, well, it says ab challenge. I'm like, yeah, it's an ab challenge, but it's not just about having abs. It's about just getting healthy, especially with everything that's going on with this pandemic and everything about changing your eating habits, being more healthier, you know, just in case if you do catch it or not, you could, you have a standing chance of fighting this. And her exact words was, well, I don't want abs. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And then Josh's words, that's a red flag. Like, <laughs> like, what do you mean you don't want abs? It has nothing to do with abs. The whole There's more to just an ab workout. It's a whole workout regimen and a whole – there's also, like, where she throws in different meal plans and stuff like that, and you're just looking at one thing. That's not necessarily an older woman thing, though, right? Like, that may be just a laziness <laughs> thing. Um, I don't know how old Halle Berry is. I don't know if she's in her 50s or not, but what about like Angela Bassett? She's got to be in her 50s, 60s, maybe. I'm not sure. But you asked me to give you some examples. There's plenty of women up there in age who look great. Sure. Themselves. But I would just say their value, let's say on the dating market for singles, right, would not be at the same levels. Because. Of the stats and reality. Okay. I mean, for example, Corey Hemplo. Who? Oh. Idris. I was Brother about to say that. <laughs> Mid to late uh, 40s? Uh-huh. So we, we see examples of this a lot more with the men, I would say, personally. These men are groomed, to be completely honest. So we can't really go off of that. Let's, if we were to what? take, if we... Idris Elba is a, a a celebrity, right? So he's groomed. He's groomed for that picture to look a certain way. If we were to take your average Joe off the street, who's fifty six, Angela Bassett and like, well, right, but he pulled up the picture of Idris Elba to, to further his point. He asked me to give him an example of someone that might be in Mike Tyson's category. But if we're taking this out of the celebrity realm into reality, real people like us in their fifties. It's, I think it's still possible, right? Idris Elba is groomed, right? He looks great on, on in the picture on the screen because he's groomed for that picture. But there are other examples of people um, walking around day to day that still look great in their 50s and or 60s. I don't think it's just men that are just in their prime um, at that age. I think women can do it as well. And women do do it. I think that's a bad... That's a bad example in stigma. I mean, not at all, because you still only said that they look great, but the question isn't great. It's the it's the value at that time. The value isn't the same on the dating market. Why and I asked you why. But you pulled up a picture of Idris Elba. Absolutely, because the attractiveness level is different for men and women at that age. Mm. 
And I still don't see how the attractiveness level is different. So would you say there's a difference between someone, let's use the age group that you have before, someone in their 20s versus someone in their 30s? What about, would I say the attractiveness level changes? I mean, because it's higher at a certain point and lower, lower at another point. And by using the associative property, when you get the 40, it's going to be even lower. And hmm. then 50 is going to be even lower. Uh, no, I, experience changes you, right? You know how to take care of yourself better. You drink your water more. You have a skincare regimen. You do your hair differently. So I don't think that your age has a lot to do with your attractiveness level. Yes, people may age and get wrinkles, um, sagging skin maybe. But again, I, that's different from person to person. I don't think it's a man versus woman thing. I mean, the verses from the stats, though. Okay. I mean, you're a stats guy. I'm just saying that it is possible um, that a woman's dating value can still be up there when she's in her 40s and 50s. KG, on the way in? Uh, man. Okay, so boom. Um, this is so selfish to have to answer. I really, all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So, so boom. How about this? I see it from both of you guys' perspective, right? Um, so you sound like you're I playing safe. <laughs> Sorry. All right, you know you you gotta be in the older chicks to be in the older chicks. You know what I'm saying? So I think that um, I believe uh, the so, term is fetish. Okay. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, mm -mm. <laughs> um, I mean, but older is relative, right? I mean, depending on how old you are and how old a woman is, that really. You know, it could, um, yeah. Um, I think I have a, and I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I think I got something to add to Josh's point. You know, you have when, a thought, but you don't like, even yeah. in your mind, like it sounds messed up in your head. You don't even want to say it out loud. <laughs> I think, um, when it comes to that point, like when it comes to the value of like an older man in comparison to an older woman. Um, I would I would put an example or an, an an analogy like this. When you look at celebrities, right? Would you say that most people try to emulate a celebrity's lifestyle, right? And what they do and what they dress and how they act. And if you look at the average celebrity or somebody in power, and if you look at who they marry or who they date, especially men, um the average is they usually go for a younger woman as opposed to an older woman. And if you look at, if you look at the numbers, like even, I mean, I'm not saying older women don't go for younger men or whatever, but the numbers in regards to relationships, especially to that level, they always go for the younger or the youthful look as opposed to somebody who's in their forties and their fifties 
that's not really common for somebody to go for somebody in that age range. Like they always go for somebody who is in their twenties or early thirties, anything over that they tend to look past. And I think like Michael Jordan (laughs) is a perfect example of that. Like he's been with his wife for all these years. And then the few years before he becomes a billionaire, he leaves his wife and gets this young, you know, Spanish chick (laughs) who's like half the age of his wife. And you look at Diddy. He does it all the time. Every couple of months. You look at Future. <laughs> it's just like, what, Lori Harvey? Harvey's like, what, 21? Yo, su- 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 Such su- bad su- examples, by the way. I mean, go ahead, Kevin. Really, really quick, right? So um, a point that Ariella brought up was like, we're talking about, you know, celebrities with bread, bread. And then we're talking about you know, your average working Joe, right? I hate that term. Anyway, um, but the reality of it is, is, is it really circles back to what it is that you're looking for. Because if I'm 50, I personally, if I'm still grinding for my bread, if that's the case when I'm 50, I'm not going to bust down with no 20-year-old. Ain't nobody got time for that. You follow what I'm saying? So are we talking about dating? Are we talking about relationships? Are we talking about a life partner? Like, what are we talking about? So I think to Josh's perspective, he made it clear that he was talking about the dating scenario, right? In the dating realm, that essentially would be like a fetish. Like you like older chicks, you're dating, right? So for older women, if they're dating younger men, it's more like a fetish. For older men, and depending on the range of older, like I think, you know, when you're in your 40s, you could kind of go up or down. It's just an assumption that I'm making, right? I think you have more of an open market, whereas women don't have such an open market. If I'm a 25-year-old man, if I can choose between a, a 40-year-old woman or a 25-year-old woman, like if I'm dating, uh you know what I'm saying? Like, unless I got mommy issues or something, I'm not really, I'm, I'm good on all that. You know what I mean? Where some women are mature enough when they're 25, where they, they're looking for a relationship or they're looking for dating, but they're looking for a man that's settled with experience and blah, 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 blah. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Men in 25, they don't, I mean, she cool. You know what I mean? Or if they, you know, different types of dudes, like I, I know people be like, yeah, man, I like older women, you know. Go through, get something to eat, get you a little change for your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that type of thing. You know what I mean? So I think Josh is talking about a dating situation. And I think you're talking about uh, like an overall relationship interaction type of thing. And you guys are both making good points. But the, um, the people that you're bringing up are on the extreme ends. And um, it doesn't really reflect what we're actually talking about. So if we're talking about relationships, I like to believe that, you know, normal people, for lack of a better term, um, would marry or date people closer to their age, generally. Women would definitely do that mm-hmm. um, because women, you know, like I said, women mature faster than men. So a 45, 55-year-old woman really only sees a man that's 25 for a couple of things. And a 25-year-old man only sees a woman that old for, you know, a couple of things. And they ain't usually the same things. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So not to say that it can't be the same for, for older men, but it's more than likely going to sway towards the men's perspective and he would have more of a, uh, more of a range of options. Yeah, and that's, that's big facts, KG. And I would actually say I appreciate you distinguishing between the average and the, and the not. Because at the end of the day, any average Joe can become a king if he chooses. That's his choice. So this is why I always say, usually, you might want to wait if you're a guy before you select your mate because your value is always going to increase. So if you if your independent value increases, yes. However, if you don't get the bag, mm-hmm. no, your pickings is whoo, your pickings is slim, boy. You don't missed out. Exactly. So choose wisely. If you're gonna go after your purpose, you better make sure you get it because. It's like uh, Ariella brought up. She's like, hey, they don't want to date a guy that has a kid. Well, listen, once you start dating women with multiple kids and, and situations and circumstances, not to say that there's anything wrong with that because I don't believe that there is. That's my, you know, you know what I mean? Dead homies, that's the way I, I see it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But you really got to gotta have an open mind. You got to have open perspective. You can't look at things unrealistically. That's just the facts. Okay. Agreed. And um, that's my fault, Josh. I think I misunderstood what your question was, the value of an older woman, but as it relates to a younger man. I thought you just meant older women and older men matched up together and their value in the dating pool. So that was oh, yeah. my bad. Oh, yeah. I also meant that as well. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Hemplo, could a lady live a lifestyle like this? Sure. Why not? Really? Could a lady live that lifestyle she wanted to? Why not? What's not the Hefner, the Hefner lifestyle at that age? Mm. Uh, maybe not the I thought just surrounded by the different men. Not necessarily the Hugh Hefner lifestyle. <laughs> And yeah, that's fair. And they can. But I'm just saying on, you know, based on the statistics and just. Nah, I don't think it's sustainable. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Kevin, why are you making that face? Women don't get like a blue pill. Because I was thinking, I'm like, yo, half was probably really cracking them young girls. Like, I don't think that if uh, older, like, like, man, like. When I think about it, like, I guess like when, when men get old, old, like they. They could still make it work. They go, you know, get them a little RX or something, and they still they still in there. But let's not, let's not forget the uh, let's not forget the pool. Let's not let's not forget his dating pool as well. So you probably I mean, don't. I'm just saying, like in general, I, I mean, half is the far extreme. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, like when you look at it, like they can still be functional. Like when women get older, older. Like bro, the the amount of warming up and letting that letting the car run for you go someplace like <laughs> it's, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta have patience, patience. <laughs> How would you know? You just said you don't. You're not into older women. Cool. I mean, I also said that I'm a gentleman. I pay attention. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm not. I'm not without logic. Like think about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like okay. it's just the way that it is. How do you know that uh, when women get older, 
they don't need as much warming up in their engine when they're past their 30s and 40s. I'm just, uh, you know, maybe devil's advocate real quick. That's all. Like, you want me to answer the question? You don't have to. I'm just saying. You speaking I, like it's experience. I'll ask you if you want, but Kevin was directed towards you. Go ahead, brother Kevin. Hey Josh, can you help me out with this? Like, is I've been getting a lot of hard okay. questions. I'll give a, I'll give a, uh, I'll give an example based upon the market. Because at the end of the day, if you are in business, you're only in business to make money, right? Because there's a demographic for the products that you provide that have a specific solution to a specific problem. Similar, that Viagra is a solution for men. You also have things like lube for women, and especially mm -hmm. at a certain age when it becomes necessary. All right, so I'm gonna take it a step for women don't get a boot. <laughs> <laughs> right, so busted, I don't know, I was gonna let it rock. I swear to God, I was gonna let it rock. But check this out, right? So um, let's just, how about we say, you're, you're equating a blue pill to lube, right? So now any man that's been with a woman that's really fulfilled her and pleased her knows that lube just is really just to, that's like jump starting the car. You know what I'm saying? Like the car ain't really warmed up. But you can go if you want to go, but you probably shouldn't, depending on what kind of car you got. You understand what I'm saying? So um, the older a woman gets, um, especially if she's experienced, you have to, get her going in a bunch of different ways like everything's connected the conversations the moods all of that the the smell the lighting all of that plays a part into it where it's like you know what i mean she's 25 you know what i mean like she's good to go they use i mean like i'm be vulgar but you you can't play just the tip when she's 55 like you ain't doing that you know what i mean like nah they're not you're not gonna tell her a like, unless it's like a, you know, certain type of mood, they're not going to spit on it before they sit on it like that. You got to, you got to get them going, man. Tell me I'm wrong. Anybody? I'm wrong? Is he I wrong? Think, I don't think he's wrong because, you know, I know this, like, I have a friend, uh, he has an uncle. His uncle is in his uh, early 60s, right? But he's like well established. You know, he has, owns a lot of car dealerships. Lives in Atlanta. Has a lot of money. But he has a saying where if she's over twenty five, she ain't alive. And he his purpose, his full purpose. Mind you, his like he's well. He like, like he worked. He worked and worked. Now he has a lot of money. He's he's well off. But his whole thing is just like his whole thing is like tricking. Like he'll have like a row of girls up until 25 or whatever, like between the 22, 25 range. And his, his, uh, his thought, his thought process is like, is like this, a girl in that age range. The only thing she wants is nice shoes in the back. I could provide that to her and she could provide the things that I want. Anything when regards to marriage or anything like that. I don't, he's like, I don't want to get married. I've been married before. I'm good. All I have to do is buy her a bag. Page. Huh? I bet you he don't have an only fans page. <laughs> he don't. He don't need one. He, he, he probably, <laughs> That's another story. But <laughs> it's like his thing is like where he focuses on that particular age range. Yo, so Josh, uh, I think that was my question too. Uh, 
<laughs> when you say Ben with what do you mean like you at that age? A fifty five year old? Uh hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, older women got a lot more going on than somebody in their 20s. So, yeah, they're ready to go. Uh, granted, yes, as, as you age over time, sometimes you do need more preparation to get going and in the mood. Men do, too. Um, but 25-year-olds, they don't, they don't got a lot going on. They haven't been around doing this stuff for as long as somebody in their 50s has been. Right. So to your point, like I said, like if you're dating, you're just having sex, you're looking for something different than if you're uh, in a long-term relationship or married or whatever. You follow what I'm saying? Those are two very different perspectives. You approach sex completely differently in those two situations. So mm-hmm. you can't really argue one against the other because they, they're both right in their own sense. Okay. I still think women should, I still think they should create a, a blue pill for women. They can make it pink. Make it pink pill. <laughs> they make like pills 20 for minutes, women. Twenty minutes to kick in. Like, hey, you good? You well, they mean? do. Well, but it's not really a yeah. pill. It's a lubricant. Well, they make pills for women too. It's not. It's probably not like you know the blue pill for men, but they do make a pill. I want a woman that if, if when I get older, if, if I'm dating older women or I'm with older women, like I want the pill to change the mood. I want them to, the mood to be different. Like the inhibitions went out the window. I don't just want to. You know, the whole thing. She sees it now. She know how to, she been outside. You understand what I'm saying? She's been on the porch long time, long time. I want to see what you've been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong with what I said. I stand by that. Okay. You meant what you said, right, KG? I meant that shit. Straight like that. So I think, Ariella, I have an example of what you may be alluding to. And thank you, KG, for sending me this. It was hilarious. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I think that's probably all you're going to get on the other end of the spectrum, personally. That's just... So I wanna- I want to go ahead and say something. Um, home gyms right now are really expensive. They're really price gouging. Um, prices are extremely high. Uh, and it is unfortunate for those of us that really like to train. You're looking for a sponsor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also more willing than younger women to have. Who has a picture of Chloe? What does she look like? <laughs> My comments are like spot on. Josh, can we get Chloe on the show too? We got three fellas on here and one one woman. Actually, uh, Chloe was invited, but shes uh, I think she's busy at the moment. Mm-hmm. So she's usually multitasking because she's also in school. So she's probably studying while being amazing in the comments. Once again, thank you, Chloe. Yes, thank you, Chloe. So, so Chloe said that older women are easy. Oh, I think older women probably just know what they want. This is true. Young women don't know what they want. Why y'all no. no. And at no. what age? I got a good question. I don't need to get off topic. At what age is a woman older versus younger? 
Great question, KG. I don't know who you're asking. I can't answer that I'm question. I'm asking the woman in the group. Because men <laughs> have a different perspective. Older? I mean, 50s? 60s? Yeah. So wait, 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 wait. I don't wait, think it's wait. that old. Hold on. Like what age is a you woman older? 50 to one, what? No, no. no. The question. The question was when is a woman considered older? Right, and you said fifty. Yeah, older woman, so, 50, 60? Interesting. What? Huh? I, I asked your opinion. You gave it to me. I appreciate. I it. mean, I'm in my thirties. I can't really, you know give you like a solid answer right now but off the top of my head an older woman to me an older woman she's in her 60s so, so but you're saying that as you're in your 30s right because you don't want to be approaching your 40s being considered an older woman but if you're 19 <laughs> and you think of an older woman i'm sure you don't go there all the way to 50 though do you probably not but i mean i i've had experience to, i bet you by the time you get to 43 44 <laughs> He'd be like, oh, the woman's in her 70s. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, newsflash, it's much younger than what you think it is. Older woman is much younger than 60? Yeah. That's what you're saying? Which is, okay, what's the age? I think women answer that when it comes to when you ask how old they are, they never want to answer. <laughs> And you kind of and you kind of insinuated that when he asked the question, and you were like, "Well, I'm in my 30s," and you didn't give a direct answer. <laughs> I never understood that that whole ideal because, especially if you look good for your age, like just be proud of whatever age you are. Like, who cares? But it's always hey, fascinating how you just kind of push away. How old I am? I tell her how old I am. I want to be like, I'm in this range. <laughs> I don't think that looking good <laughs> at a certain age determines whether you're an older woman or not. I could be in my 60s and be like, yeah, I'm an older woman, but I still look good for my age. Because I think people associate age with, like, older age with looking bad. Right. There's, plenty of, there's plenty of people out there who are in their 60s you probably wouldn't even know they're in their 60s. This is true. And there's plenty of people in their 30s that don't know that they're older. <laughs> so how old are you sir are you an older man yeah i'm older i'm an older man oh okay <laughs> so you didn't answer the first question that's cool yeah, i'm 39, <laughs> 39. <laughs> okay. Yo, when, you start, when you get past 35 you'd be like 30 <laughs> okay got it I'm an older man. All right. If you say, I mean, I wouldn't consider that an older man, but okay. I guess if we're comparing it to people in their 20s, you're an older man. I mean, I've, I've never said that, but I wouldn't argue with it either. I mean, I'm I'm grown, grown, though. Like, I don't do, like, little, little nigga shit. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I mean. Okay. I'm grown, grown. Like, okay. You should definitely, you should definitely watch your tone. I'm an adult. I'm talking about <laughs> sure. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, so, Banks and Josh, would you guys consider yourselves older men? I always consider myself young, regardless of what age I am. That's just my 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 ideal. Okay. The minute yeah. you feel old, uh, that takes away your old mind state. Right. 
Nah, I, I personally like I, I answered the question to like however she wanted me to answer just for argument's sake because it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? You're not gonna look at me and be like, you're and if you did, what difference does it make? Because mm -hmm. like I'm arguably in the best shape of my life. I feel good. I feel like I look good. I'm happy with what I'm doing and where I'm going and my body ain't get old yet. My head ain't get old yet. I still think I'm still, you know, whatever. And I'm not I'm not out dating. I'm not on the dating scene trying to get on OnlyFans and <laughs> get that subscription up. <laughs> so that that piece would determine how old you are. I just want to make sure because you threw that in there on the dating scene and on OnlyFans. Nah, it doesn't determine how old I am. It just I'm I'm like making a clear divide. Like I'm in a I'm in a different lane. That's Got it. I'm okay. Just making sure that didn't tie into the age factor. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, damn. Okay. <laughs> but uh, oh, speaking of age factor, KG is a world class what, what trainer. He, what did that dude's shirt say? What did his shirt say? You the dude wearing a shirt. What did the dude's shirt say? I thought it said I love squirters. That's what it looked like. <laughs> that his shirt? That's what it looked like. Really? It looked like it said. Look like it said. Look like it said. I love squirters. That's what it looked like. It said. Well, you are an Aquarian. That does make sense. That does correlate. As does this Aquarian. He just bears water wherever he goes. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy. See, Chloe agrees that you're older, quote unquote, in your late forties and early fifties. That makes a lot of sense. It makes sense that you guys have a similar perspective. I don't like the the low key uh, female perspective bashing. Thank you. I actually thought it was great. Actually, personally, sounded Very sarcastic coming from an Aquarius. Right, but my tone is always sarcastic. That's why I prefaced everything I said by saying I was an Aquarius. So. <laughs> okay. I'm offended though. <laughs> why? <laughs> why are you offended? I didn't feel like the comment was sarcastic at all. I mean, even if he right. was being sarcastic, I felt like his tone was pretty even. But I know and Josh well enough to know that he was being sarcastic. Seems selfish. He was being sarcastic, though, for the record. Um, again, I'm not sure how the Little Mermaid could speak for me, even though she is an Aquarian, which is actually no, you're Leo, so you're, no, so you wouldn't be able to be able to make that connection like KG. That makes sense. Oh, that makes so much sense. See, that was sarcasm. That was, <laughs> not, that not, was, not clearly, that was clearly sarcasm. So right. confused. So confused. But whatever. And Banks, for the ladies in the comments, what sign are you? Mm -hmm. uh, Aries. 
Ah, so recently had a birthday. Happy birthday, Brother Banks. Oh, man, yeah. Happy belated. <laughs> I appreciate you that. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I did it. <laughs> now, unfortunately. <laughs> no, nah, I know he went down. He went down to the A to go visit his uncle. I've been down there, right? <laughs> Legend. Yeah. No, the strip clubs in the south are better than. Than, uh, it's a, it's a different experience. Yeah, Why are you making that face? A bachelor huh? party in the A. That was. Why are you making that face? What? Kevin's making a face. I, you know. So, were you, are you? Did you ever strip in the South? No. <laughs> don't take what I said out of context. Listen, <laughs> it's live. Don't don't do, so, that. <laughs> don't do that. That. No, because I know that the strip clubs are better does not mean that I have stripped. I've been to strip clubs for clarity. That's why I know. That's why I'm able to make that uh make that statement. Crazy. Tough crap. <laughs> Sheesh. Glad I glad I got this Leo in me that I can take on all this masculine energy being thrown at me. Rawr. Leo, oh, coming like a coming like a Aisha Curry post. Jeez. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Can I? Oh man! I think I got thick skin in here because y'all are giving me a run for my money. Sheesh. Well, we asked any ladies if they would like to join the show, and unfortunately, they have left you hanging. That's so messed up, ladies. Where's hey. the? You know. It's okay. I hold it down for the ladies. It's good. I'm good. I enjoy this conversation with you guys, though. It's fun. And we enjoy it with you. You are very authentic, and you speak your truth. I appreciate that. Try my best. <laughs> but uh, yes, guys, thank you for joining us, and excited to see what happens next Thursday. Next Thursday, we actually have something very special planned. So be on the lookout for that. I'm scared. We're actually going to talk about uh, what it means to fully say satisfy a partner. Oh wow! Oh, I feel like Elena girls can agree, yes or no. But I feel like the majority of men probably need help in that category. So we're just going to share some wisdom with them. Yeah, we got to say women, though we can't say girls. Um, FYI, my bad. I have to put that in. A woman knows. A woman will be able to give you that answer. A girl probably wouldn't. Exactly. Mm. You'd be surprised. No, I think I, I think I would be. <laughs> you would be surprised. I guess it depends. So when does that woman uh, begin? You know what? That's a good question because I wanted to ask y'all that. Like, when do you consider someone when she's not a girl anymore to a lady to woman? Right? Because there are different stages. I think girls are afraid to, especially when it comes to pleasing, uh, or at least when one wants to be pleased, you know, have that whole cliche where they try to boost a man's ego by not telling them that they're doing whatever. And I think a lot of girls fall into that silly habit of not saying anything. So it's just like a consistent thing where a woman will just like stop you. It's like, no, you need to do it this way. 
show you and like the really right guide you. And I think that's more endearing as opposed to somebody just like, oh, oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, as opposed to like, no, you need to stop. This is what you need to do. I would rather that than somebody just lying and, and like, oh yeah, that was great. Mm-hmm. I suppose like you're helping me out and to an extent because now you're adding on to me, to my value by doing that, as opposed to you just playing into this fairy tale of like, oh, it's gonna hurt my ego, which it's not. Well, personally, um, you know, I'm big on accountability. So I would say I started calling, referring to females as women when I started referring to myself as a grown man because I wouldn't date a girl as a grown man. So my choice and the people that I chose to be intimate with would have to reflect how I saw myself. So that's how I made the connection. Good point there. Uh, I think it's a maturity thing to answer that same question as you asked Josh. It's a maturity thing, right? Um, and an experience thing, you go from a girl to a lady or, and or a woman uh, based on your experiences and how you mature with those experiences, what you take from them, how you apply them. And like, you know, like both uh, Banks and Kevin said, uh, it's a, like it's a level up thing. When you're able to be honest and transparent with your partner to tell them what they're doing right or what they're doing wrong, what they could improve on. Yeah, that's that's definitely a great notion. I guess for me, it would probably be two events. One would be marriage, and the other would be turning 30. Whichever came first. Explain. So a person is a woman when she gets married? I feel like if you're in the right headspace, if you're that mature emotionally and mentally, and it's a good decision for you to get married, then absolutely. Because that can happen at any age. What about arranged marriages? Well, okay. <laughs> That's definitely the exception to the rule, but the rule still holds. No, I'm just saying, I mean, that's a real thing. Arranged marriages are real things. And out of the, and out of the, let's say the marriages, how many, what percentage are arranged marriages? Especially in the U.S. Gotta get your stats up. (laughs) I mean, I was just curious. No, but also though, even if it's not an arranged marriage, um, I don't, I don't know if I 100% agree that if a woman, if a girl decided to take the leap and get married in her 20s, that that makes her a woman. She might not have been writing. She might have just been peer pressured or felt like that's what she had to do because of societal norms. Lack that doesn't make her a woman. That's definitely well, fair. Also, if when you meet a woman, she'll tell you she's a woman. I'm not a girl, I'm a woman. Just like if you're talking to a man and you refer to him as a boy, he will correct you every single time. Mm-hmm. Boy. Mm-hmm. That's when I'd be like, I'm 39 years old. Agreed. Yes, a grown person will tell you that they are grown. <laughs> I'm grown. <laughs> grown. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Somewhere in your thirties, you you get to say it twice. I'm grown, grown. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that should be interesting for next time. Absolutely. So, thank you, Kev Banks and Miss Ariella for joining us, and thank you guys for being amazing in the comments once again. Have a great evening and enjoy your weekend. Thank you. Be safe out there, black people. Be safe. Stay down. You too. That's right. Bye. Absolutely. Sure, they got me brainless. AI, 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 AI. And I don't understand it. AI, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. People already eavesdrop if you're out here having dope ass conversations while you're lit it's like why not why not put it into a podcast he makes podcasts he's here outside of the city pick his brain i'm gonna just be here and you two were just going at it back and forth